Okay. Good morning. My name is Jennifer Tom, and I'm with my co-host, Darlene Rample. And this is Drift Talk Cafe, and this is where we share stories that heal. Life lessons learned from life and loss. And I am so excited today because we have a guest and we're going to hear her, we're going to know her, and we're going to know her journey. And we want to say thank you so much for joining us today. And we're just going to listen with a heart, with ears, and we'll, and just listen. So welcome to our show. Thank yes. you. Thank you so very much. I appreciate the invitation. Yeah. So Viviana, just tell us a little bit about, about yourself. Let's get to know you. A little bit about myself. Well, I'm closing in on my 70th year. I've been working since I was three years old. I've recently retired and from being an employee, not from being doing things, <laughs> but from being an employee. I was a nurse for 47 odd years, serial entrepreneur. And I'm a mom of one amazing young woman who, well, who's fully grown now, <laughs> but she's still my baby. <laughs> yes. And um, I um, have written in the past, published in the past, long time ago, nonfiction. First book was actually a journal I'd written to my daughter about my feelings of new momminess and what she was doing in her life. But with the um, pandemic, you know, we all know what that was. We all still know what that is. Um, I was called to do something else. I am no longer working as a, a registered nurse. I still have my license, but I was, so if you look back like a, two years ago, it was a, another, yet another message of doom and gloom about, you know, going out and being around people. Can our kids go back to school? Can we have them be exposed to these other people? Um, or we're going to still do virtual schooling, which God bless teachers trying to have to, you know, figure stuff with their pants on fire and no real lead time and trying to figure all this out. You know, even if they're not tech savvy, they're immersed, drowning in tech, trying to figure out how to be a teacher online. Um, so our kids are, are pretty much most everywhere back in school. But my heart was breaking as despite what we're having to retrain ourselves to be and, and do things in this in this world is our kids were taken away from social everything and school is really at least 50 percent socialization and x percent of teaching and they couldn't go to their friends parties it's like the older kids they couldn't go to prom they couldn't go to parties it's just what is that really going to do to our our kids moving forward and with so much an extra negativity going on in the world with folks, I was concerned for the state of childhood wonder and curiosity. And I thought, well, what can I really do for that? And I was also, what I saw as a nurse being then after a while at home in my own neighborhood, taking neighbor A, neighbor B, neighbor C, calling paramedics for them or taking them to the emergency room. What I was seeing in the hospital is that I do not want to go be going back to this. I can't handle how these people are being treated. So I wondered, what can I, what can I do to really be making a difference here moving forward? And to me, the kids were the most important. And so I thought, well, I'm an author. You know, I hadn't been writing years. I couldn't keep doing that and my career as, you know, things got busier and busier. 
is I wanted to write stories for children. I wanted to write stories that would help them navigate the increased social emotional challenges that they're facing in, in their lives at home, at school. <clears throat> and but to teach them without teaching them, nobody wants to be directly taught, but people would love to learn. So the way I could do that would be through storytelling. Mm -hmm. I do know how to do that. I've been a mom, teacher, or, you know, a nurse. We do a lot of teaching, even though we're not formal teachers. And so I need to write adventure mystery stories. And I wanted to start with middle grade children because that's kind of at the the stage I was most worried about getting, you know, where they're a little more grown up, I'm worried about them losing the wonder of childhood, losing curiosity, being jaded by anything. And, um, but storytelling, I thought, oh, that really is more powerful than maybe I'm actually initially thinking, mm -hmm. because that's baked into our human DNA. That's how we transferred information for eons before we knew how to write or paint on rocks, you know, mm -hmm. so. But this is the way yeah. to go. So I, you know, need to craft, needed to craft myself into a fiction writer. So studied this stuff for like 19 months, fiction craft, what's going on in the industry. So writing these books for these children, um, contemporary peer characters with real life issues that the kids can watch them go through their transformative life experiences of in, in their learning through what's going on in, in these with their real life issues, but across international settings to make them more in, in engaging mm -hmm. and use my own travel experiences as part of that. Give kids a kid's eye view of other countries and the vibrance of different cultures and peoples. And because there's just a lot, a lot of beauty out there. And this is what I feel I can do and how I can share it. And wow. help teachers, they're just, overwhelmed since the pa pandemic they were overworked before mm -hmm. so i want to help them and help the students so the way i we putting these books together will be something that can help work in both of those arenas thanks um yeah storytelling is a great way to teach children and and you're right like the the pandemic um has changed uh, so much of what we do, and there's so much loss. Um, even you talking, even about your career, right? Your career changes. Um, kids had incredible changes when they couldn't go to school, and um, they lost their friends. They lost that connection. We had kids who didn't see other kids for a year, right? And and so there was there's deep loss there. So how do you bring that out in your stories? Do you share in your stories about? Um, how do you, how do you, yeah, how do you talk about grief or those hard things in your stories? Well, it's, there are, you know, basic themes that have been, you know, going on for eons and, but you bring those into more contemporary light, but there's still, you know, themes we face, loss, different kinds of loss, loss of a parent, loss of another loved one. And the kids, you know, in the young adult series, loss of a love, um, loss of your pet, loss of friends, you know, loss of the ability to go out and connect with people. So mm -hmm. all our kids, you know, have that mm -hmm. now with the the pandemic and won't be talking about the pandemic in there at all, mm -hmm. but different the stories. Um, and I, sorry, I lost, just lost my train of thought there for a <laughs> second. Um, when you... It depends on how you craft, how you craft things. This 
stories, even though we might not think offhand when we go pick up a book of what it says, you know, spies do this, that, and the other thing, the stories that stick with us, the stories that have meaning of for us, the movies that have these meaning for us, have stories inside of those plot stories, mm -hmm. things that are the character and other things they've gone through in their life. And we get when we get to watch them solve these issues, mm -hmm. overcome these issues, or, or get to a, at least an improvement in themselves in these mm -hmm. issues, those are the ones that stay with us. So actually in the really great stories, that stuff is there, but we don't always speak of it as being there. Mm -hmm. So I want to speak mm -hmm. to that being there for the teachers who are will be actually you know making their choices mm -hmm. on, on the books to know this is what is is in there. There'll be uh, life themes in there that can, about, you know, eight of them, even the middle grade kids can completely identify with, understand. Yeah. Yeah. And then a teacher's and parent resource, a robust one for teachers and parents of what is actually being shown and illustrated in there so that they don't necessarily have to read the whole thing to figure out what they want to be teaching for the kids but that will talk to what the themes that are being addressed the life issues that are being addressed but as far as being across different international settings some of the loveliness of these different cultures and peoples so that that can be a learning enhancement for the kids for their yeah. social studies or the history or different aspects of learning <laughs> Yeah, so they can readily see what's in there. Right. Sounds like you put a lot of yourself into your books. So when you're talking, <laughs> right, we usually write from our own, right? We write from our own perspective. And, and I love like about travel. It sounds like you've traveled a lot. So you want to put that into your books, right? And um, I think books are a wonderful way to actually share, right? How our own life and how we process. Um, yes. Process and it's things. something that children will even adults with. That the kids can do in their own space. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they're kind of identifying with something, they can go read it by themselves. Mm -hmm. They don't have to necessarily read it with everybody around them. Mm -hmm. Or if there's too much around them that they don't want to be part of, mm -hmm. then they can escape into it yeah. um, so that they can do their own processing with it they don't but they've also opportunities to talk to them about them with other people mm -hmm. our children are reading a lot which is wonderful mm -hmm. you know they get uh, something particularly a series that's one of the reasons I wanted to do series instead of just books I want to have a web of characters that they come to mm -hmm. want to know more spend more time with learn how they did things so there'll be the series the first mm -hmm. series for the middle grade children, you know, uh, ages nine through 12, and then young adults. And then I will actually also be in, in doing a new adult series so that this web of characters can be something that the kids can grow with. Mm -hmm. So when they get connected, they identify with, and then they can watch and, oh, gee, I wish I had, you know, something of, of, you know, Annie and Precia going on when they were teenagers, because, you know, I'm older than this now, but I've got these other things going on. So these life themes, but on a different level. Mm -hmm. And then when they're new adult, again, on a different level, you know, I've been around a few decades, so <laughs> I can speak to that. I've been doing lots of things since I was three. So lots of different industries, I even did trained wild and exotic animals. So, I mean, I've done a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. So you know, I have a lot of experiences I pull for myself, know many, many people and have heard from patients, different things, things that I have learned that I can share 
mm-hmm. you know, in a way that's not connected to a person, but but um, that other people can learn from. So sharing my experiences and things I have learned myself and from others is really, you know, what I want to want these people to have at a young age so that it can better um, enhance their own life, empower them to make great choices for themselves. I love the passion. You can just see the passion that you have. And I cannot wait to read these books. I have some kiddos too, 15 and uh, 15 and 13. They would totally enjoy your series. So we are looking forward to oh, getting a copy. Uh, so I, I just have a question for you. Yes. And because you have so much wisdom, is you know, life is all about lessons learned. If it's one lesson you'd give our viewers uh, from your wisdom, from your collective wisdom, what would that be? Lesson learned from life and loss. Lesson learned from life and loss. Uh, and, and I've lost 10 loved ones. This, well, not 10, lot eight, but people in hospice. There's just been so much this year, but I've run across that with many other people. Mm-hmm. It's, um, there's just... <laughs> too much loss happening. And it, it may sound trite because it's come from other people before, but truly to be the change you want to see, to realize that your one individual self can make a grand change in the world. You not maybe you'll change the whole world, but even a smile and kindness to one person in front of you mm-hmm. that needs that then or you see that they need that, even if they're not sure they need that, you've changed that person's world for sure, okay. right in that moment of time. Mm-hmm. If you can do that in your encounters, I think then you have will live an amazing and enriched and serving life. Mm-hmm. That is so good. Yes. I'm not sure good. I understand. Oh, sorry. Siri doesn't <laughs> understand, but you know, she's an AI. We don't expect her to understand. <laughs> A stump Siri. (laughs) Oh, that is so good. We should be the change. And even a smile, an act of kindness. That is so good because it's that those moments that you, I call them glimpses that you give others that that make us want to live. They make us life worthwhile living. So this is- And it may may be someone you don't know and that doesn't know you. There was a gentleman, a an. And then I was like seven or eight. So to me, he was an elderly gentleman. I don't really know how old he actually was, yeah. but, but, you know, at such a like, I was walking along the railroad tracks, you know, in an area where I have, which is, was fine. It wasn't a bad area. It was a great area, but it just happened to have railroad tracks through it. And, um, I was not feeling well. I was, I had, you know, someone had really hurt my feelings at school. I was really feeling kind of poony. He said something, and I honestly don't remember what exactly it was he said to me, but this mm-hmm. person that didn't know me, that had this warmth in his face, just looked and said something to me, and I got him. I mean, I <laughs> got what was coming from him, even though I don't know the words. The energy, the compassion was there, and I remember that little piece of time, even though I don't remember the details mm-hmm. of it. And, you know, I'm almost 70, mm-hmm. and I was, wasn't was even 10 back then, so... You never know what impact you're going to have on someone's life. You don't know what's going on in their life. You just don't know. Right. Just give yourself. (laughs) Right. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Is there any way we can support you? Because our listeners are listening. They will be listening to this podcast we're doing. And I would love them to to read your books and to follow you. 
any thoughts on that? Tell us how can we support you? Do you have where do we oh, go? I love for them to follow me. Um, I have a, a, a website that's where they could, you know, connect with me and, and learn of my uh, newsletter. Um, for teachers, I working on the, the copyright, you know, the verbiage for something that will be out in a couple of months. So I don't know when exactly you're looking at having this out. So it'd be about two months before I have that out as a, as a a lead magnet that's for, you know, overcoming overwhelm in 90 seconds. Oh, so, you know, it's actually great for anybody, but I have it directed towards teachers. Um, it's not my process. It's another in, instructor's process, but we're working together on that. Um, but so just find my website for now, okay. depending on when your thing is coming out and I will let them know when that comes. Okay. And then they would also know when the first books start coming out that way. That's so amazing. Should I, want me to give you that after the recording um for sure yeah. and then we can just exchange that thank you so much and yes. would love to bring you back to our podcast to hear the progress and where you're at and to oh, thank you. and to keep hearing your wisdom because you have lots of wisdom that we can all learn from mm -hmm. oh that's so lovely thank you thank i would you. love to come back and be with you again that would be spectacular yes. i love that you do this being able to help people open up about their grief mm -hmm. is ex more important now. It's always been important, you know, as a nurse and I did mostly critical care things. So not mm -hmm. unfamiliar with that. Um, but yeah, it's more, it's so much more important now than it ever was. So it's wonderful that you are here. It's wonderful you. that you're here. Thank you so much. Awesome. Lovely meeting you. Yes. And thank you. And I look forward to being with you again. That's, That's amazing. Good. Thank you. Thank you.